Hey, everybody, and welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jake. Did you forget what show we were doing? I almost said Cool Kids Table because we were literally just talking about it. <laughs> no, that's not this one. This is Kingdom Smarts, where you have 30 minutes to tell me about Kingdom Hearts. I've I heard about like, it. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. I feel like we also haven't said what the premise of the show is in a long time. So just in case anyone's jumping on now. Yeah. Don't. Uh, it is episode 50. Maybe they're just like looking for a nice round number. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good jumping on point right in the middle of fucking Agrabah. Yep. <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts 2, the third game. <laughs> and who knows how many episodes in we are. Except for someone listening that probably can count. Yeah, I mean, 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant into Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, that, yeah, I have no idea. I know that uh, Chain of Memories was longer than Kingdom Hearts 1. And I think we're already at around Chain of Memories yeah, as far as length. They're like Harry Potter games. They're just going to keep getting... Or Harry Potter mo- books. That one where they keep getting bigger. The, the movies vary in size and quality. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Uh, the The books definitely get bigger and then they're like all right we'll get a little bit smaller just kidding we're going back to bigger <laughs> yeah i think what is it order of the phoenix is for a second no it's half blood prince i think gets a little skinnier it's a little bit smaller and then uh deathly hollows is not quite as big as order of the phoenix but it is significantly bigger than uh uh half blood prince which is one of my favorites but nothing happens in it and that's kind <laughs> of why i like it that's fair because uh this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but real quick, uh, I like it when it's not about war. That's once it got super dark and about wizard war, I was like, oh, this is a different thing than what I signed up for. Let's see, my favorite is Goblet of Fire. That's like me too. <laughs> that, yeah, that's like right in the middle where it's just like, oh, like we're still fun, but we're getting a little bit dark. Yeah, and then five is just like, hey, I hope you're cool with just being a bummer the whole time. <laughs> That one's David's favorite. Well, I'm not going to say anything. He seems like he has great taste otherwise. Uh, I just don't like any plot that can be fixed by two characters talking to each other is a bad plot. And literally, that's the whole book is just Dumbledore should go, here's what's up. And that's it. And then we can have a fun book now. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, previously on Kingdom Smarts. (laughs) That was a 50. We've earned ourselves a little tangent, I think. Um, you know, because we're normally so on topic. Oh, totally. We're very professional here. Yeah. What happened last time? We I have a fidget spinner that I need to put down because it'll definitely pick up on the <laughs> microphone. Um, we finished the third act of the F- Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Right. We saw a man kill a man for real with a real gun, and a kid had to watch that. I'm just like, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is fine, I guess. And I actually got to find out that there was censorship in the American versions of the of the games because the Japanese versions totally showed Jack getting stabbed and uh, Will holding the gun to his head. Oh, dang. Yeah. Our versions totally just cut that out. You know, where the movies were made? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. That seems about right. Yep. Uh, so then we went to, we went right from there to Agrabah, right? Yeah. And the only thing that happened, because we weren't there for very long, Iago showed up and messed up a bunch of things that helped and also has teeth, and I hate it. <laughs> I mean, he's always had teeth. I think I just pointed it out. I never noticed, and then the glass is shattered now, and I'm never going to unsee this bird who has teeth. I'm sorry, and you're welcome. Why does he have... Why has he got chompers? He's a bird. His whole front of his head is a big chomper. Just... He doesn't need bicuspids. He's got a beak. 
Because he just wants to cover, like, everything, just in case. You don't know. He's, is he eating meat? <laughs> oh, God, he's a carnivore. Are birds, is this bird a carnivore? Because he's got molars. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. But, yeah, I think we ran into Teeth Bird, and then we saw some new Heartless. <laughs> and then I think that's where we stopped. Yeah. I know Iago's, like, cuddling up to Goofy, because he's like, this one's a sucker. I can I can work this one. <laughs> And, everyone, and Donald and Sora are like, we're not following for it. We were there last time. <laughs> yeah, because he wants to, like, redeem himself. Allegedly. I don't I don't necessarily trust Gilbert Godfrey's voice. Uh, it's not a very trustworthy squawk. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not. All right, if you are ready, your time begins right now. All right, well, yeah, we finish finding those new Heartless. And Goofy points out that they would have been goners without Iago's help. And then Sora's finally like, all right, I guess we do owe, owe you one. We'll help uh, win you or we'll help you win over Aladdin and Jasmine, but you have to be on your best behavior. Okay. So after that, we get to go head to the palace to find Aladdin, but we get to run around Agrabah first. And it's like a totally different layout than it was in the first game. Like it's way bigger and like there's a lot more stuff to do, which is pretty cool. Nice. Still no people. Yeah, still absolutely not a single goddamn person. (laughs) It's beautiful. So you can, like, run up on top of buildings and just, like, run around in, like, more areas now, which is pretty cool. Nice. And uh, we head to the palace. We find Jasmine outside. And she thanks us for all of our help last year. And she's just, like, excited to see us again. Sora offers to help out, like, with their heartless problem. She's like, oh. Don't even worry about it. We've got it under control. We've got the heartless problem under control. You know, the things that are really hard to kill without a keyblade. We, we got it. Okay. <laughs> They're fun. Okay. She's okay, got a tiger. Sure. It just eats them. That's true. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, she mentions that Aladdin hasn't been the same lately and he keeps getting sad and leaving the palace all the time and doesn't explain himself when she asks him about it. Because he knows he's in Return of Jafar. So he's just, he's, he's just bumming. <laughs> and... She's like, yeah, he left the he left the palace recently, and I'm worried he won't come back this time. Oh, and Iago slides in, all just like, hey, maybe he's got like a secret girlfriend. I'll go figure it out for you. I'll be helpful. And everyone's just like, no, dude, Iago. <laughs> and almost immediately, Jasmine's just like, oh, hey, everyone, let's just like kill this bird right now. I'm gonna go call the guards. Sora, you get him. I'll be right back. <laughs> Hit him in the head with your keyblade. I'll get my tiger. We will solve this problem today. <laughs> And Sora's just like, well, nope, don't worry about it. We got it. He's with <laughs> us. Like, we're trying to fix him. We'll go find Aladdin. Definitely no secret girlfriends. No one say that ever again. This is a children's <laughs> game. Come on now. And uh, so we leave the palace to go find Aladdin. And as we're walking around, Aladdin and Abu run by. And Abu has um, Jafar's lamp with him. Okay. And it's one of those, like, we watch him chase down Abu and gets the lamp the lamp back. And, like, at first you're like, oh, he's thieving again. But then he returns it to the merchant and apologizes for Abu taking it. That's You should definitely uh, bury that in the center of the earth since Jafar is in it. A guy who hates you and now has magic genie powers. Uh, just leave it around. It's fine. Just give it to, like, a guy who wants to sell it and put it in someone's less discerning hands. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah, just walk around with it in the open in the desert so it gets, like, a nice dusty sheen on it. So then yeah. someone will definitely wipe it off. Yeah. It's not like it's a natural instinct to polish brass. 
Yeah, a merchant would never want the stuff he's selling to look good. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> but, um... Sora, Donald, and Goofy run over. They're just like, oh, you can't be that down in the dumps. You look pretty happy. And Aladdin's just like, wait, what? Who's telling you that I'm down in the dumps? I'm fine. <sighs> and then they tell him that Jasmine's worried about him because he's always running about. And then... I think it's Donald that is like, no, but seriously, do you have a secret girlfriend? Like, <laughs> we're bros. You can tell us. And to Aladdin's credit, it's just like, no, God, no, of course not. Stop it. I know first... I was te- I was technically kind of terrible in the first movie, but it's fine. I'm charming yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's not a great look in hindsight, but yeah. it is, at least he's charming about it. Yeah, he's kind of like a soft fuck boy. Like he's not fully there, but he's yeah. getting there. Yeah, it's uh it's it's also like at least the story is built around the premise and it's not just like he's also lying to Jasmine. It's like not nah, like the whole thing is he's he's a street urchin. Like he he has to find a way to up, up himself and why not use magic? I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to justify it, but at least it's not just him straight up being like I'm going to trick a woman. <laughs> and he's only trying to trick her that he's rich. I guess there are worse things he could lie about. Yeah. But uh, anyways, Aladdin does say no. And he's just like, all right, yeah, I guess I should have known that I can't fool Jasmine. Uh, Genie and Carpet left to go see the world. And I'm just kind of lonely. So I come to town to see all the people. And it shows a shot of the town. <laughs> it's fucking empty. <laughs> I think I got screenshots of this so I can post it up. And it's just like, yeah, there's always something going on as it's panning over. Just absolutely nothing, nothing and no one. They it's had to have of- known. Yeah, I feel like they have to. It's the same way, like, whenever you're in the Coliseum and you hear all the clapping, then it shows all the empty seats, and you're just like... They're in on the joke, at least. Is someone fucking with us? (laughs) After he says all this, they turn around to see that, like, Iago's just, like, on the floor, terrified. And Goofy's just like, oh yeah, he wants to apologize. Look at him. He feels so bad that he's shaking. (laughs) And Iago's just basically, like, being the reasonable one and pointing at Jafar's lamp, just like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that's Jafar's lamp. And everyone's like, no, it's not. It's fine. It's only a dark, like, villainous-looking lamp. Of course it's not Jafar's. (laughs) It's only eerie. Like, it it spooks me to look at it, but it's probably not Jafar's evil lamp that he's trapped in. (laughs) And poor Yaga's just like, no, seriously, I was stuck in there for months. Of course I would recognize this lamp. It's, like, been my hell for a minute. Oh, that's true. He was stuck in there, and he got out and has not said how. Yeah. Uh, okay, at least he seems to be afraid of it and doesn't want to let Jafar out also. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I think after that, they're just like, all right, we'll go talk to the peddler and see what's up with this lamp. And then we can add Aladdin to our team. Sweet. We get to run around and fight the Heartless. And I love Aladdin in this game because he's, like, hyper aggressive and fast. Nice. So, like, you're just running around killing Heartless, and this dude's, like, dropping out of ceilings and just slaughtering everything. You're like, all right, Aladdin, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Man, he grew up on the streets. He lived, a, he lived a tough life. Yeah, and he's ready to throw down. He's got a scimitar. He's just murdering everything. I'm just like, this is a very different Aladdin movie. Yeah, it's, hey, yeah, they, this is the stuff they don't show you in the movies. It's, it's fucking... Uh, killer be killed out there in the yeah. streets of Agrabah. How did you not get away with stealing fucking bread, man? He's he just being too goofy. He's too busy singing. <laughs> Instead of murdering. He should have just murdered the merchant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we fight around some more Heartless, and we go find the peddler and ask to buy the lamp. 
To which the peddler's like, yeah, sure, if you can afford it. And it's one oh, of those like... Oh, no, do we have to do chores? <laughs> no, Shit, no, no. no. <laughs> well, I guess in a way, yes, but oh, also in a way that kind of fits. Okay. But it's one of those, it's Sora, Donald, and Goofy talking to him, and Aladdin's like outside peeking in, since I guess he's technically the prince now, so he probably shouldn't be out here. Just like in like his weird big pants and a vest. Yeah. So they're just, they're just be like, sir, please put on a shirt. You're our like official. <laughs> you're, you're uh, I can't say elected leader because princes are rarely, if ever, elected. <laughs> you married in to be our leader. Yeah. You should at least wear a shirt and some shoes. You're breaking your mother's heart. <laughs> and Donald's just like, oh, yeah, we can d- definitely give you some royal treasure. And everyone's just like, hey, shut Donald. up. Donald. Your uncle is Scrooge. You should know that you don't just give away people's money. <laughs> to which the peddler's just like, no, I like his idea. I want something that's like fit for a sultan and then I'll <sighs> give you the lamp. <laughs> cool job, Donald. Yeah. So then Sora's just like, oh, it's fine. Aladdin, just go talk to Jasmine and like borrow some of her money. And Aladdin's just like, no, that's not. That's not <laughs> that how work this works, man. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not mine i can't take it which is a nice character growth for a thief yeah he's he's a, he's a thief with a heart of gold yes he'll only steal bread and apples but not his wife's money stuff and money that's good yeah. and then iago mentions like hey what about the cave of wonders like we can go get treasure out of there yeah that always goes fine there's not one rule about touching the treasure in there <laughs> Well, Aladdin seems to have forgotten about that nightmare <laughs> scene, and it's just like, yeah, sure, let's go do that. Lead the way. Is that scene of that whole place collapsing, like, top five scariest Disney things, or is that just me? I remember that scene terrifying me as a kid. Like, I loved it, but I was just like, this is awful and really suspenseful. It's so tense. <laughs> it's like, right away. So good, though. Aladdin's like, all right, you lead the day, lead the way, and maybe after this, I'll believe that you do actually want to apologize to us since you're putting yourself in danger like this. Okay, yeah, give give him a little test. <laughs> so we head to the Cave of Wonders, or um, like we go outside of Agrabah, and there's like a little area that we can like you see it in the distance, and we just go to it. I think it's the same way it was set up in the first one. I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, we end up at the Cave of Wonders. Yeah, sure. I didn't play the games. You can just say anything you want. Yeah. And it's just one of those, like, the Cave of Wonders has some, like, sinister clouds over it. And, like, before we show up there, we get to see Pete entering it. Oh, of course. Yeah, so. What, what a choice they made. The first game is, like, here's all the main Disney villains in this cabal of evil. And the second one, they're like, Pete? <laughs> it's it's Pete this time. Pete and some weird, like leather overalls just walking around <laughs> leather overalls and pants that he has to put together <laughs> and then zip up and i know there's the like i put my pant legs you know my pants on one leg at a time just like everybody else but he puts his on one leg at a time and then connects them and then zips them front to back i am that is so concerning as, as someone who has some extra dangle down there, like having a giant zipper that I cannot see the like the entire path that it goes. That is a nightmare waiting to happen. Yeah, something's getting caught. Yeah, there's no way he has not gotten zipped up in there uh, a couple of times. Maybe that's he doesn't have a tail anymore. Is that what what happened it's, to it? He zipped it right off. 
fucking something about married his tail. He, exactly. It was all cut up in there. They're like, we gotta amputate. We gotta. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but anyway, so after Pete goes into the Cape of Wonders, we all show up right after him. Okay. And uh, we go down, and uh, we get some new heartless. Uh, the first one we get in the first game, do you remember like, the little floating magic guys that had like little hats and little birdie legs? Yes. Uh, we get a new one of those called a silver rock, and it's like kind of silvery and like has light powers. Okay. It's good that it's called silver rock and is silvery, but I would not put it past Kingdom Hearts to be like, here's it's silver rock. It is purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be that shocked either. <laughs> And then we get another one called uh, Fortune Teller that's, like, a little heartless, kind of dressed like a fortune teller. So it's got, like, the veil and, like, the puffy pants. Okay. And, like, it's standing on top of a crystal ball, and it um it's immune to ice and uses a lot of ice powers and just, like, looks really cool. Okay. That's a weird power set for a desert-dwelling mod. Deserts get cold at night? I accept, I accept your terms. <laughs> like... She got half on theme. She just didn't go full. She's like, yeah. all right, I got the outfit. I got ice. And everyone's just like raising their hands. She's like, no, I already decided. No, it's a crystal balls are like ice. Ah, fuck. You got us. <laughs> and then there's another one that shows up called a fiery globe. That's like, it kind of looks like the little minute bombs. Like, it's just like a ball with legs and like a little curly thing on its head. But it's like made out of like molten lava. Okay. They're pretty cute. And they just like shoot fire at you. I I'm very excited to see this one. I am uh I I don't think it's weird, but I am like weirdly into lava monsters. <laughs> I just love them. I don't know why. That's fair. Lava's a very cool thing that we're not allowed to touch. <laughs> yeah, please don't touch lava. You can't touch it and you definitely can't eat it and that is God's greatest trick on humanity. Even though it does look like it would be weirdly like soft. It looks like if taffy was good <laughs> like if taffy if taffy was appetizing it would be lava which is not appetizing which isn't because it will burn you to death you can only eat it one time <laughs> and it's not probably not worth it if you can even get that far yeah i mean you gotta be really motivated <laughs> you gotta be fast <laughs> you gotta be real fast but yeah, so uh, we go back to the Cave of Wonders and we like run through a whole area where we fight a bunch of Heartless and we enter another room where it's got like the statue that's holding the big gem. Okay. And of course, Abu immediately grabs it. Did you, Hey, Abu, this is the same thing you did last time and it went bad. Yeah, he didn't learn. Monkeys are dumb, I guess. <laughs> and like, yeah, as soon as he grabs it, like a bunch of other... um statues show up and start like shooting little uh like beams at you and like you have to protect abu to get him back to the statue to put it up where it belongs okay and like once you like safely do that the room clears out okay i have a question yeah in the first movie they didn't put it back right did they uh he did but then it melted it melted at right okay and then the whole thing started collapsing and there was a whole chase yeah so then at some point between then and now, in the in the canon of Aladdin, the tiger cave monster that is the cave and guards it was like, I'm going to put everything back and I'm going to see if this will catch someone else. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, maybe it's just like one of those, like, you leave it, then come back in and everything's reset. 
Okay. Like it's its own video game level. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta walk out and come back in. Yeah, it's like what am I gonna do? Sit in here and do nothing? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you put the gem back and all the other statues turn off and this statue disappears so you can enter the next room. Okay. And you enter a theme called like the Chasm Up Challenges and you like jump off a ledge and land down on another little like platform and uh Is it- there, so there's there's just like a big gap in the room then, right? Yeah, it's basically like there's nothing except like these floating platforms. Okay. And it's- like you, you jump on one and you fight a bunch of Heartless and then like you basically have to defeat them in the right amount of time before the floor disappears. Okay. And so then like you, fall, just- you fall down to your death. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, it disappears when you beat them all, but then you float down to like where you're supposed to go. Okay, I don't know why that tickled me so much. It's just weird that they're like, "Oh, by the way, in this in this uh, treasure room, there's just a big hole." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you do that for like a few floors, and I think we get one more new heartless in there, who's kind of like a counterbalance to the little like fiery globe guy. It's called an icy cube, and it's okay. basically like it's really cute. It's basically like a <sighs> Pikmin that's a heartless, and then it's got an ice cube over it. I love Pikmin. Yeah, it's just like a little black Pikmin with like a little curly cue and then an ice cube over him. I cannot wait for the visual companion on this one. Yeah, this guy is very cute. And again, it's, he's an ice cube, so he's shooting like Blizzard at you and stuff. Nice. So you defeat all these challenges and you move on to the next room, which is the treasure room. And it's just like piles of gold. It's that room. Yeah. And this, like, is the, this is the room that's safe to steal from, I hope. We're about to find out. <laughs> And, like, there's a bunch of just, like, piles of coins and then one really hideous, like, trophy? I don't know. It's just ugly and covered (laughs) in jewels. And they're just like, hey, that one. That one. That's gonna be it. Yeah. And they're just like, all right. Uh, But, like, before they go grab it, we kind of see, like, Pete about to, like, walk into the room all like, boop, boop, boop. Then he's like, oh, never mind. And, like, steps back and hides to watch. (laughs) Hey, he got here before us, right? Maybe he did really bad in that uh, challenge. He he just got caught and he's yeah, he kept, just kept to do it falling again. for infinity until he <laughs> defeated all the heartless. He controls the heartless. I didn't say he was the smartest. No, you're fair. That's that's right. That's true. Or maybe he was sending it all up, so he's just like somewhere like breaking all the icy cubes out of like little ice cube trays and setting them up. Oh yes, adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, it's just a big like gap, and you just like go down. But he's like, no, I gotta make it. Okay, I gotta make it hard for them. Get some icy cubes. <laughs> so he's watching you as we're just like, oh, this is perfect. Let's get that and go get the lamp. And we gotta keep Jafar bottled up or else he'll totally destroy Agrabah and it won't be fun. Yeah. And Pete's giggling in the shadows and then like summons up a bunch of Heartless for us to fight in this room. And it does like a cool spotlight thing where like we have to fight all these Heartless in like this one sunny area and they just like keep coming out of the shadows. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So we defeat all of them, and then we leave the uh, Cave of Wonders. Basically, no problem whatsoever. Nothing melts, and there's no chasing. <laughs> Good. So apparently it's just like, just don't mess with the lamp, which yeah. is already gone, and the tiger's just like, I, I don't know, man. Nothing else know. in here is cool. Just, just put the fucking jewel back, and we're cool, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so we go back to the peddler, or we start to go back to the peddler, and we go to where he should be, but then we hear him outside being harassed by Pete. And sure. just, Pete's just like, no, give me that stupid lamb. He's like, no, I have to get treasure. You don't understand. I'm going to be rich. 
And we go out to find them and we see Pete just chasing the peddler towards the palace. So we follow after them and there's like a little slapstick thing of like Pete getting the lamp from the peddler and then the peddler getting it back from him and then like him getting it back from the peddler and then Iago <laughs> getting it from him and like making him chase it and then making him run into the wall. And while he's laughing at Pete, he flies into the wall and drops it. Okay. <laughs> and then like Pete just kind of gets up and grabs it because... A tiny bird smashing into the wall is gonna be a lot more painful than like a fat cat doing it. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got a little more uh, uh, uh cushion. Yeah, so he takes the lamp. And he's like, "Sweet, now Jafar is gonna be like one beauty of a heartless. This is gonna be great." And like the ground shakes for a second, and everyone's just like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And then there's like a spark up in the sky, and like genie comes dive bombing out of the <laughs> air, and just like. Hugs Pete all just like, oh, ow! And then, like, just does a whole, like, fake Robin Williams just improv yeah. set. <laughs> oh, no. Thinking that Pete is Aladdin and just, like, just going back and forth and eventually just being like, hey, man, you gained a lot of weight, but you know what? I can't really blame you because you are living the palace life now. So, you know what? I get it. <laughs> Got that good life. Yeah, and then eventually it's like, he does the thing where, like, he notices the real Aladdin and looks over at Pete, who's just like, all just like shook it up because he's just been mildly assaulted by a genie who's right. just very animated and excited. Yeah. And Peach is like, all right, I'm very upset now. It's time for plan B. <laughs> and then he summons two Heartless that we get to have a boss fight with. And it's um, it's basically two, like, there's an ice guy and a fire guy. And like, they're kind of like big and chubby, but like their torsos are see-through. Okay. And so you can see where it's like, it's almost like, it's really hard to describe, but it just looks like it's almost like someone's wearing a fat suit and you can still see like a little sliver of something inside them, but then like it's okay. see-through so you can see out. And they got like big pants on and like staffs and then like a crown and a cape. Okay. So it's uh, the Blizzard Lord and the Volcanic Lord. All right. And it's not a hard fight. You basically just beat the shit out of both of them and, like, eventually they'll reach a point where they explode into either uh, fiery globes or icy cubes. Okay. And you just kind of keep going back and forth and just smashing the right. shit out of them until they eventually die. Like, there's nice. nothing fancy. They're just cool. Nice. And once you defeat them, it's another case of Peach just like, we're going to get you next time. Bye. <laughs> but he's got the lamp still, right? I think when Genie tackled him, it got, like, knocked out of his hand. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so Pete runs away. Then, like, Carpet appears as everyone grabs the lamp. And they're just like, all right. And you fly to the Cave of the Wonders. You put it in, like, a big sarcophagus and, like, close the lid. And then go back to the palace. And hope nobody wanting to impress a princess goes looking for it. Yes, hopefully. Well, I mean, there are so many people in Agrawa. Who knows? <laughs> You're right. It could be anyone. <laughs> so we go back to the palace and we see Iago apologizing to Jasmine. And she's just and telling her that she won't regret giving him another chance. And Jeannie's just inside like, mm, I don't know. This bird sucks. <laughs> Nobody trusts this bird with teeth. I wonder why. <laughs> but Jasmine is just like, oh, I think he's proven himself. I'll trust him. Like, imagine if Donald had teeth. Don't, the whole time. Don't do Imagine it. Imagine if he just like also had teeth and talked like Donald Duck, though. Oh, that's upsetting. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> anyways, so Sora's so, so <laughs> like, whatever. How much trouble can Iago get into anyways? Like, he's a tiny bird with teeth. Who cares? 
<laughs> Jasmine asks if they're heading out now, and he's just like, yeah, we have to go find Riku and the king, so sorry we can't hang out. Yeah. But then they notice that Aladdin's gone, and he's like, oh, Aladdin's not here to say goodbye, we should go find him. But then he comes chasing Abu into the palace courtyard, and Abu's got, like, another huge gem. <laughs> and it's just one of those, they're like, get him! And everyone jumps on Abu, and it's like, Donald gets the gem away from him, and he's just like, you shouldn't steal. And, and then, then I think it's Goofy off to the side, just like, yeah, sometimes things are really hard to resist. And Donald's just, like, staring at the gem, like, yeah, things are really <laughs> hard to resist. And he does a whole, like, ah, who needs it? And he goes to, like, throw it, and everyone looks. And then it cuts to Donald, who just has it, like, behind his back. <laughs> and, like, Abu starts screaming at him, and everyone turns around. And I was like, Donald! Oh, Donald, you're a you criminal. <laughs> you're so money-hungry. <laughs> Look, it's genetic. He just doesn't have the work ethic that <laughs> Uncle Scrooge has. Yeah, he just wants to steal everything. Yeah, he doesn't want to earn it like Uncle Scrooge did. I don't know if you know this, Shannon, but uh, he was sharper than the Sharpies and tougher than the Tuffies, and he made his money square. So <laughs> We should get that written down somewhere and like hand it to Donald so like, give, you can keep it. I have a, a, a comic panel from the Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck saved on my phone that I can text him <laughs> to remind him of that. Because <laughs> sometimes I need it to get through the day. Just like tape it to his wand while he's fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Just young baby Uncle Scrooge being like, don't fucking cheat. Like, don't take the easy way out. <laughs> but luckily, this huge gem turns out to be the gateway. Oh, so, what a kawinky dink. <laughs> I know. It's, it's really good. Abu had really good timing. Yeah. So it's one of those, we unlock it, and then we're just like, all right, we got to go, but we promise we'll be back, and we leave. And we don't get a new keyblade, but we get a new summon, which is the lamp charm, and it's for Genie. Okay, sweet. I can't remember what all he does, but I know he shows up and, like, basically is kind of dressed like Prince Ali. Like, he's got the big um, turban and just, like, a little vest with, like, the pointy shoulders. Yeah. And I think he has, like, his own fake Keyblade, if I'm remembering correctly. I probably have to look him up again. I just okay. remember, like, whenever he shows up, I'm like, this is a bad look and I don't <laughs> like it. I already hate summons and I'm definitely not using this one. What What would be worse, this look or if he showed up doing, and it's not Robin Williams, so it's a it's someone doing a bad impression of Robin Williams doing an impression of Jack Nicholson. It's all bad. Yeah. <laughs> no one wins. But in good news, after this world, we cut to a cutscene in Dark City, which we haven't seen in a minute. Oh, shit. Yes. We're back in the shit now. Yep. And uh, we see Pluto, who's like walking, looking real scared. Why is Pluto lost in Dark City? I don't know. Get out of there, boy. But like he he perks up and looks over and we <laughs> see Axel just like, what? How did Pluto get to hell? <laughs> <laughs> This all dogs go to heaven did not prepare me for this outcome. I'm sorry. And I don't know if that's a Disney movie or not, so I don't think it no, counts. That's, that's Don Bluth. Ah. But yeah, so he perks up and he sees Axel walk by and then he runs after Axel. But Axel leaves through a portal before P Pluto can walk uh, follow after him. So like he kind of like gets sad and like pouts for a minute, but then like perks up again and turns around to see another portal has appeared and he runs through it. Okay, it, the second portal, is it a dark portal or is it a light portal? It's a dark portal. Shit, where's he going? Oh no, he's being tricked. Pluto, please be careful. And then we cut to another scene, and 
it's Kyrie. Hell in, yeah. In Destiny Islands, and we finally get to see her in her official Kingdom Hearts 2 outfit, which is like her pink dress with like Converse's. Like it's a really cute look. Nice. And she's just kind of standing on the beach looking out at Destiny Islands from the mainland. And she's just like, maybe waiting isn't good enough. And she looks like super focused. Yes. Get it, girl. And then we hear Axel go, my thoughts no, exactly. Get away from her. <laughs> it's like, if you have a dream, don't wait. Act. And she's just kind of like looking around and then turns again. And we see like the dark portal appear as he walks out of it. He's like, what a nice little rules. Got it memorized? Fuck off. <laughs> Nobody asked you here, Axel. And Kyrie's just like, all right, who the hell are you? He yeah. answers with, I'm Axel. And he says that he's an acquaintance of Sora's. He's like, why don't we go see him? And holds his hand out to her. Mm. And he, do he doesn't, this isn't a good scene for Axel. He does not, he sounds so fucking creepy. He's like, why yeah. don't we go see him? And it's like over the shoulder. You just see his hand like creepily extend as she's like cringing mm. away from him. Do not want. And... Kyrie's just kind of like staring at him for a second because she's just like, all right, well, seeing Sora sounds great, but I want to call the police on this guy. Yeah. And she looks over as we hear Pluto barking and he comes running over. Yeah, get him. Fucking bite Axel's ass. <laughs> and uh, like four dusks appear around her and Pluto. And Pluto just like starts growling and barking at them. And we hear a whistle from behind Kyrie, and she turns to see a dark portal open. Okay. Uh -oh. And Pluto runs towards the the portal, like stops and turns around and starts like barking for Kyrie to come follow after him. Okay. And, and like it cuts back to Axel, who's still being just uh, fucking creeped. He's like, look, <laughs> we've got something in, in common, Kyrie. You and I both miss someone we care about. And it's like, hey, I feel like we're friends already. I don't like you, Axel, and I want you to go away from Kyrie. <laughs> it's one of those, like, the way it's framed, like, Kyrie's looking at the portal, so it's, like, her in the foreground just looking dead-eyed and glossed over as, like, <laughs> Axel's talking about this in the background, like, hey, we're best friends, you should come hang out with me, and her look Where's is just, hug? like, <laughs> she's just got the whole, like, I'm just tired of boys right now, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> Jesus. As After he says all that, and he's just, like, posed, waiting for her, she just kind of, like, side-eyes him, then, like, runs off-screen. And as she's running towards the portal, she turns around and she's like, you're not acting very friendly. And then runs into the portal. <laughs> Fucking hate Axel. He's so, he's so gross. But yeah, so it fades out. And then we cut to Kyrie and Pluto in like a weird void area. Oh. It's like everything's kind of like bluish and green, but like kind of steely and pale. And there okay. are nobody symbols. Like it's almost like the colors are like, F solid fog and then all the nobody symbols are underneath them if that okay. makes sense yes that time the timer just went off but this is episode 50 and i want to get through this cutscene. <laughs> all right i think we're almost done with Kyrie. yeah we're almost done with Kyrie. hopefully not for a long time hopefully not done done <laughs> not done done but these cutscenes. <laughs> okay but yeah she asked what Can't this place scare me is like that <laughs> she asked what the place is and we hear the whistle again and we turn and we see a big light portal this time Okay, if it's Diz, I swear to fuck. And Pluto runs into it, and Kyrie follows, but then, like, she hesitates as soon as, like, she walks into the light and, like, turns around. And we see someone in an organization cloak standing just outside. And okay. she just kind of, like, looks at him for a second, just like, but before she can say anything, like, the light kind of engulfs her, and she can't, he, like, disappears and is staying in that weird void area. Right. But she just, like, is very confused. And then we white out. 
And we cut to Kyrie on the floor of the secret spot in Twilight Town. Okay. And we can hear Hayner asking if she's okay. And she kind of just, like, wakes up and, like, sits herself up and, like, looks around. And there's Hayner, Pentanolette, and Pluto just all staring at her just like, oh, God, what happened? <laughs> to which Pence is the first one to be like, so you and that dog just, like, flew out of a hole in the wall? And I don't know what's going on. You almost gave us heart attacks. <laughs> um, I have a, I have a quick question. Is the Twilight Town a computer? It is. How the fuck? If, yep. I, if Diz is fucking with Kyrie, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> and then that's the end of that scene. And we cut back to the inside of the gummy ship where uh, Chip and Dale are freaking out. There's like, hey, Twilight Town just showed back up. And it like cuts to the map and it shows where Twilight Town has reappeared behind Hollow Bastion. Then we'll call it there. Okay. Very happy to see Kyrie. Very excited that the Kingdom Hearts bullshit came back. <laughs> Do not like Axel. Nope. At all. Last we saw him, I was like, maybe he's okay. He seems to be trying to help Namine. But then he shows up all fucking pickup artisting Kyrie, and I do not like it. Yeah, like we're gonna get some more with Axel this game that like I can see where the appeal of him comes from, but like I always go back to the scene where I'm like, I don't care what your motivations are. This isn't how you do anything. Yeah. Uh it yeah, it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what can we expect next time on Kingdom Smarts? Uh, next time we are going to Halloween Town. Ah, shit. Get that spooky Christmas. Yep. Because I've been, I've been told it's Christmas time this time. Oh, yeah, you, you said on the... Yeah, the world yeah. we see both Halloween Town on top and then Christmas Town on bottom. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Kingdom Smarties. Uh, you can use the hashtag Kingdom Smarts to keep up with us or use... Uh, and use hashtag KHFree if you want to talk about spoilers and don't want to spoil anything for Jake. Please and thanks. Yeah. Uh, you can email <laughs> us at um, kingdomsmartspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Shannon Maynard. I'm at JJ underscore Mason. I've been Jake. I've been Shannon. And that's been Kingdom Hearts. We haven't met Santa yet. <laughs>